previously on All Things Unexplained. We, we actually at this point do think that they're interdimensional just from our own experience and that they're able to manifest or materialize in our 3D realm. All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. This episode continues our conversation with Cheryl and Orville Murphy from Board Camp Crystal Mine. Make sure to hit those follow buttons and check out our website at allthings-unexplained.com. There you'll find links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Did you guys know anything about crystals before your chance encounter sort of driving on your property? No. It was all just thrown right smack in our face. Right smack in your face. But what we did realize, we moved here from Northern California, the base of Mount Shasta. We lived all the way up north. Yeah, beautiful area. Yeah, oh yeah, and which is like the crystal capital there of the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And now we're over here. Uh, Were we being groomed and didn't know it? (laughs) Yeah. We walking down a path that we didn't realize we were on, you know, we just, it just really pretty much got just thrown in our lap, but we took to it. And to me, that was kind of a strange way that it happened. And what drew you guys to Arkansas and what drew you to this particular property? We don't really know for sure. We were looking for a place to retire to and we just came out we were looking everywhere and we just got here and fell in love with the place we did live in the mountains of northern california near mount shasta like orville said and we didn't really care for the desert or the prairie and that's pretty much <laughs> arkansas and california desert and prairie so we wanted to live in another mountain community but we went not want to live in the rockies where it's snowy when we wanted to get out of snow so arkansas was really a draw after we started to check it out and um uh, anyway, we found the mountains here in west central Arkansas. You know, if you move a little more toward eastern Arkansas, it flattens out. But we're in the Washita Mountains. Uh, starts with an O, but pronounced Washita. And uh, not the Ozarks. The Ozarks is up at the Missouri border. And so we're in west central Arkansas in this lovely area that actually produces quartz crystals. And we did not know anything about that when we moved here. It was just you know, we loved it here when we got here. Love the mountains, the rural uh, atmosphere, and um, the people are great. They're really great. Kind of, kind of like moving to Mayberry when you move here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. You know? That appeals to us since we're like old people now. <laughs> you know, we grew up with Andrew and Opie. But uh, anyway, um, 
Well, it's so beautiful. That. And have, so you guys have learned a lot about crystals just through your own research and through the native people there over the years. For people that don't know much about crystals, what would be sort of the most enlightening thing you could share? The most enlightening thing I think you could share about crystals is it's like each crystal has its own personality. We as a people each have our own personality. I've seen people walk into the store and pick up what I thought was one of the ugliest rocks on the planet and go, oh, my God, it's beautiful. Gosh, isn't that and everybody is attracted to a shape, a color, a design, a sound. It resonates, you know, perfectly with certain people. And when people show up here... They start picking up that resonation because the crystals are vibrating at, you know, 10 megahertz. And they're in your cell phone. They're in your computer. They're in your TV. Everything. And uh, we have quartz inside of us. It is a, a absolute great, um, you know, connection between us as humans getting in touch with the earth. What a better way to do it than through the connection of crystals. It's, it's like a conduit, a, a plug, a doorway. Yeah. Maybe that's the doorway that's leading you to all yeah. of these other... Very much. Um, you know, we, we uh, almost can't believe, you know, I, I don't know if we would have necessarily chosen this path, but, you know, you kind of don't know about life if, if uh, you know, where you're going to be led. But Orville is definitely the researcher, as you might have... Uh, got by now and um, you know he's studied a lot about crystals and he can find them in fact we we call him now the crystal whisperer (laughs) (laughs) there's so much more about him I mean like mining you know he can tell by the color of the earth and there's just little clues you know um, that you can go with and he loves to to teach our visitors who come out just to crystal dig Um, some some come for the digging and the tour, but most people, especially with children, they come to Crystal Dig. And it's a wonderful adventure. Uh, like we said earlier, um, you know, they're easy to find here. There's really a lot of them, <laughs> you know. They're, they're everywhere out here on this property. And we just love having people have a treasure hunt. It's a treasure hunt. And it's just lots of fun, especially for families. We love it. Um, yeah. But then, like we said, the, the paranormal aspect started. And. And our first concern was for public safety in 2017. So we actually closed the mine um, that year uh, uh, for the rest of the year. But, um, you know, one thing I forgot to say, too, was that after the MUFON investigation, um, Josh Gates and Expedition Unknown, they heard about our case. And they contacted us to come and film out here. And, um, you know, we're like, Great, thank you. That's an honor, you know. Yeah. And so, um, in 2017, Josh and his film crew did come out, and and uh, they they made a segment um, about uh, Board Camp Crystal Mine and the that phenomena. Awesome. They talked about the big beams of light. Um, and if you'd like to watch that anytime, and our guests just go to our our website, BoardCampCrystalMine.com, and there's a link there that you can watch it. Um, uh, you know, through your local uh, provider. And um, what was really fascinating when Josh was here, and he's a great guy. I always like to say that, you know, he's he's just such a neat guy um, to work with. And um, 
But anyway, when he was here, he actually filmed a light in our woods. And he's got it on the show. You can watch it. They called it a UFO because it kind of skimmed the trees, but it was also kind of weaving in and out of the trees. So, you know, we, we would call it an orb, you know, but we don't know what it is, you know. Um, it was definitely a UFO <laughs> to that extent, you know. And now that's My a Discovery brother. Channel show, right? Um, travel. It, travel, yeah, it travel, thank you. Travel Channel, yeah, it started out as travel, and I think they do replay it on Discovery. And, and yeah, been on a lot of different channels. So anyway, but like I said, you can go to our website. It, it's a terrific show. Oh, good. You watched it? Yeah, thank you. And Josh Gates is awesome. He's just an awesome guy. Can't say enough good stuff about him. Yeah. But uh, he, he seems great. He comes across on camera as a really nice person. Yeah, yeah he is. And um, he was blown away. <laughs> they were all blown away when they, you know, that that was for real. It was very cool that they got that. Um, but if I, I don't know how much time we have, but if, if you want, I can get back to the, the pictures here. Um, yeah, I'm just to curious kind of... about these. Um, now there's a, I saw a picture of a crystal on top of what looks like a DVD or on top of a computer. Was that just found yeah. there? Or yeah. that... That, that actually was at the stage one night, and this is how these crystals appear. Like I, I told you, you know, they drop on the stage or they appear in people's chairs. And I turned around, and there's one on my, my laptop. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I go, who put this here? I mean, that's the first thing you think of. Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody was over there. Nobody put it there except for the entities or our forest friends or maybe it levitated. Um, that rock levitation is a whole nother story which um you can see um on our on our youtube we do have a youtube yes. channel too with one of these pictures and um there's something called the fast loop video which i've also included here uh for you um showing some of this rock levitation so we, we don't know how it happens um i have actually a picture before the computer i have a picture of our stage roof because uh Many times we've had crystals hit that stage. Oh. Very startling, extremely startling when you hear a bang on a metal roof. Okay? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and um, I mean, it really makes you jump. And uh, we've had that happen many times. Now, the question is, is Bigfoot standing outside the stage throwing rocks on the roof to get our attention? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, did the rocks levitate and fall? I, we still don't have answers to this, okay? I really but, think it's the children playing the the small Sasquatch, the small forest Oh, creatures. yes. Okay? And you know the bigger ones are going, were you around the human? You wash your hands. <laughs> you know? They have viruses. <laughs> Right. Right. Well, we have learned from the natives that the Sasquatch people, the forest people, have clans or families like we do. Yeah. And, um, you know, parents and children. And um, so anyway, that's kind of uh, what we have been, you know, told. And, and we seem to believe it. It seems like, you know, they're very, they could be very comical. Um, they don't mean to hurt us. You know, we see these these uh, shows about, you know, hunting Bigfoot and, you know, he's a ferocious beast. 
that is not in our experience at all. No, he's a um, gentle giant. We've never had anything threatening. Of course, when this all started, we're startled and you're curious and you're like, wait a minute, you're yeah. in caution mode. You know, it's like, no, I'm not going to walk through the woods at night by myself, you know. And, and basically, I'm still not going to do that by myself. <laughs> we walk through our woods after dark with many of our visitors and um, they let us know they're around. They'll throw rocks in our direction or, you know, they, they let us know they're there. Some people do see them like shadowy glimpses. Um, sometimes people have reported seeing what they call eye shine. Um, eye shine, actually, it's, it's luminescence that comes from their eyes. It's not like you're shining a flashlight like on a wild animal and it reflects back. They actually have some kind of ability in their physical being, I guess. Um, you know, to make their eyes shine. And many people have come here and seen that. You hear that on a lot of the Bigfoot shows, you know, where, they, where they're finding Bigfoot. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share with you about the roof of the stage. Uh, there's rocks on there. You can't really see it very well unless you blow up the picture. But those are uh, some of the rocks that have been thrown on the stage. And like I said, hey, okay, we know you're here. You threw a rock. We know <laughs> we you're here. That's fascinating. And then the rock on the computer. Um, the other the other little rock, it's kind of a blurry picture, but there's a, a picture of actually our bedroom floor, the wooden floor, and my shoes and socks are sitting there on the floor. And one morning we woke up at 3 in the morning, and we hear something drop on the floor, and it's by my right. side of the bed. And, of course, it wakes us right up. We sit up in the right. bed, and we're like, what the heck is going on? And look down, and there's a crystal, a little crystal, and it's like, oh, my gosh, in our house? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. Um, people have said, uh, asked us at this point, like we're going on four years now of this phenomena happening, and people have asked me, oh, my God, aren't you scared? And I'm like, well, I guess what's scary is we actually are getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it, it, like Orville said, we're beyond the fear factor. You know, we, we know that they're, they're, they've never tried to hurt us. You know, so we believe that might be why it's picking up in intensity because you are not afraid. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. No one's ever mentioned that before, but thank you. You know, and again, sharing opinions. We love that. We love that. We're learning. You know, we're still all learning and love to hear people's ideas. Um, Moving on and just interject anytime. You know, I, I can rattle on forever here, but um, please interject anytime. But. I just want to say, Cheryl, that, you know, I'm, I find these pictures fascinating. And our listeners know if they go to Squatchin.com, they can check out my Bigfoot-themed children's books. And my next children's oh. book, which I'm working on right now, is called Aliens vs. Unicorns. So I'm totally oh. into the alien-Bigfoot connection. I'm, I love these pictures. I could tell you that the tree bending is certainly associated at a lot of Bigfoot hotspots and not not easily explained, right? Like, it's not easily explained by storm damage or hail damage or snow drift or, or any of these situations. Could it be a person in some of these cases? Perhaps. But it makes you say, well, why? Why would a person come out here in the middle of nowhere and leave this for some reason and do this for somebody to maybe discover at some unknown point in the future, right? 
And looking yeah. at these rock stacks, you know, some like you said, as soon as I saw this, I said some of these boulders are hundreds of pounds. A person yeah. did not stack these rocks, these boulders. And, and if you come up and look, there's no way you could even get a tractor or equipment in that area. No, no, you're right. And and uh, to my point with the tree bins, why would they? What would be the motivation? You know, we played a clip on the show last year from a, a quote from Sir David Attenborough, the famous naturalist, and he was so into the possibility of Yeti, the abominable snowman, because in his opinion, someone being up there and putting themselves out there in, in such a brutal environment to fake something is just implausible. Right. And I think, I think that this is a similar situation here. It's just too implausible that someone would be up there in this environment and doing this for some unknown motivation and the arches justify explanation when i see those like I, i'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you so i i recently built a small patio in my backyard i think cj may have heard about this going on only just every day that it was happening yeah, right. just a small <laughs> patio mind you with just out of little <laughs> rectangular stone you know just hand little pieces i could pick up with my hand and i could tell you that i will never build another patio and the sheer torture of making that thing and digging it and placing those stones and destroying my backyard there's no way a person would have any motivation to move these boulders around in this situation like there it just is not happening and to spend the amount of time it would take to make these arches and even the footprints we found as you can see in our pictures you know um they're just astounding and and we've had witnesses with us you know when we've found uh most of them um and again witnesses you know at our tours um they've experienced the stuff with us so um it, it is it's totally astounding and it looks like these footprints, sorry, forgive me, it looks like mm-hmm. these footprints vary in size too, which would go back to what you guys were learning about these forest people living together in families and clans and what have you. Right, right. And and they seem to have five toes. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. We have found footprints that uh, we were not able to cast but the top, the toes were even like long, kind of long skinny. It's like, these are just like humans. Some of us have skinny toes. Some have round fat toes, you know. And if you look at those, the, the two that look like the, you see where I have the plaster on the ground, they're pigeon toed, you know, looking things. Mm-hmm. If you look at the, when we made the next picture, you can see the actual prints. You can see the angle of the foot. And the other one looks flat across the front, like his feet are different sizes. But what he did is he rotated his foot before he set his other foot down. He twisted, you know, the, the ball of his foot. So uh, to me, that even gives it more credibility that he was actually standing there just from the way he moved his foot, which straightened out the position of the toes. You, you understand right. what I'm saying? 
Absolutely. That makes that makes me think of Dr. Jeff Meldrum. Um, yes, who, that was just uh, his name was his, just running yeah. through my head. Okay, yeah, I read his book. Um, what is it? Science meets Sasquatch or something like that. Um, but anyway, I was fascinated, and especially him, you know, understanding anatomy and how you know, like people's different weights and how the impressions, you know, with the footprints. And that's what sold him was the footprints he found. And then studying the science, you know, the anatomy about it. I think that's just so fascinating, you know, that um, definitely with some heavy duty dude <laughs> or dudette that made. <laughs> yeah. And then Orville's got a picture there of, um, an 11 footer standing behind the trees and he took happened to take two pictures in that direction uh one shows the shadow of the bigfoot or the the body standing there and then in the next picture it's gone so um oh wow yeah, taking a look at this picture it looks like the middle image is zoomed in. is that zoomed in the one on the left i think but we measured from where i was standing where the top of his head is on the tree and then holy smoke we measured down and it was 11 feet i, I was wow. looking at the wrong part of this picture and i just saw it i saw what i'm supposed to be seeing this is wild yep orville got that it was looking at him out in the woods <laughs> in broad daylight not sneaking around in the dark <laughs> so that's something else. And then the picture of the green orb. There's a picture of a green orb. And, you know, the, there's theories that they are inter interdimensional beings and that they can shape shift and they can possibly go from, like, a flesh and blood creature. Like, we know them capable of leaving footprints, but then change into a ball of light or an orb. And like I said, we're learning most of this from our Native American friends over time. And, and of course, we've been studying on the Internet and um, reading about other people's experiences and opinions as well. And it's so fascinating, you know. So more and more stuff coming forward because more and more people, you know, almost everybody has a cell phone. You look at some teenagers and they got four or five. But the... Uh, now that we're constantly able to take pictures and um, a lot of times I'll go out in the woods and just stand in one spot and just go snap, 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 snap. And I always take two pictures and then turn, take two pictures, turn, take two pictures. And that way you always have a picture to compare to. You understand yes. what I'm saying? If something was there and it moves, always go click, click. And uh, you'll catch way more stuff when you click, click, instead of just a single click. Yes, because it always amazes me how I, you could be out in the woods and you can literally be surrounded by, say, an entire family of deer and don't even know it. And you could be looking there right at them and you don't even know they're yep. there. They, they're they have they're an un, all these things have an uncanny ability to just perfectly blend into their environment and cj and i i'll tell you something interesting we're both located in north carolina at the moment uh -huh. and so many of these things have parallels to things actually here in north carolina one is the brown mountain lights 
which have been yes yes i don't know if you've maybe you've heard of the brown mountain lights and we have yeah yeah yes and i've i've been out in that area they've been spotted i think since the early 1900s but also that is a bigfoot hotspot area too right so a very similar parallel here between these the orbs being spotted and they're verified right the orbs being spotted yeah like science knows about them can record them can film them there's no explanation i love your gifting table by the way and speaking of bigfoot hotspots i i would like to pass on something for you to try on your gifting table if you can find it so there's a bigfoot hotspot area near here and one of the researchers out there leaves Zagnut bars for the Bigfoots. And he believes they love Zagnut nut bars. Now, they're not easy to find. I actually bought some on Amazon. <laughs> but maybe maybe y'all could try a Zagnut bar out there on your gifting table sometime. I've never heard of it. Is it Z-A-G? Zag? Yep. Z-A-G-N-U-T. Zagnut. They're also they, pretty they great to humans, too. They in, in <laughs> Tim's books. <laughs> There's lots of Zagnut bars in Tim's children's books. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't read. You know, I love toys in children's books, so I'm going to really be anxious to read your books, Tim. <laughs> I love it. Oh, great. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. They like uh-huh. M&M's. They like Twix. They like a lot of stuff. But one thing they don't like is oranges we've left oranges out they will eat everything and leave the orange and sometimes that orange will sit there for days oh, but they'll, they'll eat everything else well i'm we'll certainly the- glad that you guys um that you guys explained the gifting table to me because i will say i was going through these pictures yesterday and looking and you know diving into what was going on and then i got to that picture of a picnic table with some broken peanut shells and peanut butter i'm going well now what what am i supposed to see here <laughs> that makes more sense yeah so we're both very close to the to the uwari national forest here and there's mm-hmm. some quite famous video of a purported bigfoot under a thermal camera at night reaching out for the zagnut bar that the research there in the uwari has left behind for it so awesome. I, have to, I have an affinity for them myself too so you could capture me on camera reaching out for it as well in the middle of the night but still <laughs> oh well i feel like um gosh i could talk to you guys all day and there's so much more to learn about your property and i know you have some videos as well that are phenomenal well if, with your permission i would love to share those on our websites as well Um, But I do want to make sure that before we go, our listeners know how they can get in touch with you and what they could expect if they came to stay with you guys. How many people can you host at once? Um, We have a limit of 20 people at our crystal mine per day. And then our tours, typically we have them on Friday and Saturday night. And um, we have a limit of 12 people. We like to keep our group small because we like to interact with people and um you know if if it's just too big of a group plus you know like we we feel we we have our respect for our forest friends and 
we don't want to overwhelm them either. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think that way it gives, it gives everybody an opportunity to interact with each other and with our forest friends and kind of make a personal connection. Yes. And now people can actually stay at your place of residence as well too, correct? Yes, we have a, a little house called the Crystal Cottage. And if you go on our website, you can learn all about that. And so it's really cool because we typically have people come for the weekend. They can go crystal digging. They can attend two nights of our tours on Friday and Saturday night and stay at our little cottage. So they're right here on site. And we and only have the one people, How many people can that host? <clears throat> um, four comfortably, but we could do even... Um, up to six on air mattresses or whatever. Okay. And you did mention no kids, right? No kids on the tours. Yeah. And we, we don't have, we don't host children um, or pets at our cottage. Sure. Um, on the tours, the first two hours before dark, we actually have a two hour tour and it's the same tour, but um, people who do have children over the age of 10, say between 10 and uh, 17 are more than welcome to come. Um, we love having the kids and they're curious, but at this point we don't uh, have the children stay after dark um, just because we never know what's going to happen and right. we don't want to frighten them. Um, we, we've, you know, had a few kids in the past and even sometimes the bravest kids, Hey, we were all kids, right? <laughs> and you know we're gonna we're gonna go out and get the monster. We're not afraid of ghosts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when sometimes you're confronted with that, <laughs> you you react a little differently than you expect. So um, we we respect age groups, and but certainly yeah, kids uh, between like ten and seventeen um, are welcome for the first two hours of our tour, where we kind of tell the story. And uh, people can always call us on our website. Our phone number's there. They can call us and ask us questions. Um, and, and we're willing to be flexible. Sometimes there's just times when you when you need to be flexible, you know. Yeah. So we're we're yeah. always looking to look at different options. And that's boardcampcrystalmine.com. Yes, yes. Boardcampcrystalmine.com. Yes. And we have a Facebook page. If you can, you know, search it, you'll find our Facebook page and you can contact us there on the messenger um, as well. And um, I, I keep the, the Facebook page updated almost daily. Um, I like to, to feature our, our crystal digging families that come out, what they find, you know, I post pictures of what they find. And, and um, when we have tours, you know, I'll often post some of the experiences on our tours as well. Yeah, Cheryl handles uh, all that stuff. I don't have a face space. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a perfect location for a all things unexplained night investigation sometime. The tour is called Unexplained Tours. We would love it. We would love it. I'm going right, to go ahead and now that my eyes will be closed the entire time I'm there. <laughs> I will just, somebody just lead me through the forest and tell me what you're seeing, and I will keep my eyes closed, and we will all be okay. <laughs> now, Orville and Cheryl, I did want to, I just want, I did want to ask y'all one thing that came to my mind. Have you noticed or known of any caves or cave systems in the area? No, no, there's a, 
a few places like um, oh six seven miles away where they used to mine silver, and all of those veins down in there where they were mining the silver flooded. So uh, the uh, but that's really the only cave system in the area, and if you go back of in the Washington, probably thirty miles uh, east, there's a few caves out there. Right. Nothing here that we have been able to find so far. Okay. I just wondered, you know, a lot of times, uh, or some people speculate that the Bigfoots are associated with cave systems and subterranean environments, which is part of an explanation of why they might so easily appear and disappear. And, mm-hmm. some, and sometimes these subterranean environments are also associated with these mystery lights and I shine and the Kentucky goblins yeah. is a great example of, of subterranean environments and un, unexplained paranormal activity. So I, I wouldn't surprise me if there were, you know, you mentioned some 30 miles away. It wouldn't surprise me if sometime y'all did discover some sort of subterranean environment there as well. And there could be some there. I mean, I've been digging crystals before to where you pull one rock out and there's a cavern full of crystals big enough to get into. Yes. You know, it's Whoa. small, but about the size of a phone booth. Oh, my for goodness. For young people, they don't know what a phone booth is. So. <laughs> Super, that's where Superman changed clothes. <laughs> Yeah. We'll say refrigerator. They know what a refrigerator yeah, is. There you go. <laughs> oh goodness. Well I feel like my my goodness, we could just do a whole show on your sightings or a whole show on your crystals or your whole show on your Bigfoot phenomena around there and we've just really scratched the surface with you. I would love to have you guys back again and who knows what might occur on your property in the next few months here. It sounds like things are just just beginning for you guys. But you'll have to come on out. We'll put you up, take care of you. Expect just a great experience. Expect the uh, unexplained, right? Yeah. I would love it. Uh, please keep us updated on anything that is happening around there. I would love to, to be in the loop on things that are going on over there. Well, thank you. I mean, this has been such an honor for you to host us on your show and allow us to share and um you know we we like i said we love it we we just get together and share i think that's so important keep the communication going yeah. share your information your experiences you know you may not understand it um and here you can come and share freely because we will believe you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's great at this point we will All right. Well, Cheryl and Orville, thank you so much for giving us your time and sharing your experiences and your pictures and your videos. We have just had an absolute blast listening to you and learning from you. And we hope we can do it again sometime. Oh, thank you very much. And we certainly enjoyed both of your personalities. Can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) We will make our way there. I have... I'll just have to find somebody to watch the kids. <laughs> okay. Thanks, y'all. Well, y'all take care. Thank, Thank you. Y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye.
This has been All Things Unexplained.